Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now to catch up with a man who self-proclaimed best South Australian number one pick. (laughs) (laughs) Is that fair, Adam Cooney? I think that would be a fair assessment, given that um, Bryce Gibbs' uh, mentor isn't tracking too well at the moment. So he, he loses a few brownie points for that, and I'm the only one who's won a brown as well. So. Yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. Uh, mate, what's going on, Coons? We haven't spoken to you for a while, but uh, obviously we're here to pre-promote the fact that you're on SENSA Breakfast next week. Am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Are we back on at Monday or is it a three-day thing? When's, when's Kane back? How long do I have to do it for? Talk me through it. We're back on Monday, mate, so uh, bright and early. We'll Ooh. get you up at about 3.30 a.m. Melbourne time. We'll start prepping if you're not already prepping right now. Uh, I mean, actually, I'm actually in bed at the moment. I haven't <laughs> got out of bed this <laughs> this morning as yet. Saturdays are a nice sleep-in for me because we do the armchair experts Friday night, as you would both. Of course. Uh, well, no, you would have been tuned into that one late mm. last night. So uh, we go through all the hot topics uh, on the couch, and then I sleep in Saturday mornings because my kids are at an age now where they're sort of self-sufficient, and by self-sufficient, I mean they can get themselves out of bed and good. make breakfast, and that's about where it ends. But uh, it's pretty good actually when the kids get a little bit older. I know you're both probably in the stages of still having to be proper parents at the mm. moment, but it does get easier. Um, very good. Now, let's talk about the armchair experts before we talk about some footy. Um, how's it going? Because the, the injection of Georgie, uh, I mean, I just wonder, it feels like perhaps even a Carlton situation where you get a new recruit and not only do they come in, uh, but they become the captain of the club. Is she your Chris Judd? <laughs> well, she's not our Mick Mulcair, let's put it that way. She <laughs> hasn't come in and completely ruined, <laughs> completely ruined the joint and then got out of there, but... No, I think ratings have gone okay. That certainly has a different uh, dynamic. Some do say it's a rose between two thorns, but mm. and she's not shy on an opinion either, which is which is what we what what we enjoy. She she does a bit of trolling. She loves to get stuck into Essendon fans about the supplements saga, and she sure. gets stuck into Richmond fans about finishing night. So we do love that about her. She's been a bit crook actually lately, so she wasn't on the show. Last night, which you obviously you would have known as well, Hayes, given that you watched it. Um, so hopefully she's back next week. But then she's got Com Games coming up, uh, so she's going to do some commentary for the hockey throughout. So we miss her in a few weeks' time. But um, no, armchair experts absolutely flying at the moment. In terms of sort of um, ratings to budget, we're clearly the number one program at Channel Seven. <laughs> Yeah, right. Big budget, though, I heard. Real big budget. Wouldn't, ex- oh, wouldn't expect budget. anything less from you, Coons. Now, we're talking about. Um, journos and door stopping and off the back of Dusty Martin um, just giving absolute donuts during the week. Have you got any uh, any stories from journos door stopping you? Did you did you like it? Did you give them five minutes? Did you want to tell them where to go? Uh, where did you sit with it? I would hope, Coons, that you, uh, you, give, you would give the journos more than what Bryce Gibbs gave me a few years ago at the airport, which was not much. Yeah, well. I don't think Bryce actually knew who you were or what you were doing there. He definitely didn't. But, no, the worst one I had was um, you generally get it when you're going in for an MRI scan and um, you sort of play a straight bat. 
to those injury ones. But we had uh, Mitch Cleary when he was just a, a young up-and-comer. I think he used to do the doorstops for Footy Classified back in the day when he was trying to work his way through in the industry. It was when uh, it was just about just before either Hurdy got sacked or we were having one of those crisis meetings in um, in South Yarra about Essendon in 2015, right in the depths of it. And I I actually and Mitch Cleary still tells me about this. He he followed me for a good 200 metres and I gave him the full Dustin Martin treatment. I said, I didn't say one word to him and that was, he didn't get a story out of it and I think he's, he was a bit flat with me for about six months because I actually get along with Mitch really well but he, he, he went back to footy classified and he actually didn't even get a, a quote out of it so he was filthy and nearly cost him his career but now he's flying I suppose. <laughs> Alright, so did you, I mean you probably didn't care less but would you have done that differently or how did that sit with you? I mean, do you think that players should say something or are you comfortable? Sometimes you feel bad for the journalists, but it depends on the situation. And I think you're never going to get anything out of Dustin because no. that's just the character of the year. And he's had a bit of a difficult relationship with the media over the, the, the journey. So you're never going to expect it from him, but they've got to ask the question. And at times I think if, if you are not a, you're not just talking to the journalist, are you? I mean, there's, there's a million Richmond supporters who want to know what's going on with yeah. Dusty and just maybe something would have given them a bit of hope. So you've got to remember as a player, you are talking to not only just the the the, uh, the peanut with the microphone in front of you, but also your, your fans and, and the members of the footy club. Which, which was absolutely Kane's point during the week, that yeah, you're speaking to 100,000 Richmond supporters and... You could just roll something out nice and generic, but that would keep uh, a lot of people happy. Um, game tonight, Coons, Port v GWS. So Port just absolutely playing to keep any sort of fate and finals hopes alive. Um, is it worth chasing? Do you think they've got a shot at doing this thing? And what do you expect from GWS? Well, I actually expect both the South Australian teams to win this weekend. I think they should both be very confident about doing so. I think it's going to be an open game, this one. Um, we know that... Port Adelaide at their best are, are a high octane. Um, they move the ball pretty quickly and, and love to score. And GWS under Mark McVeigh have sort of opened it up a little bit. So I wouldn't expect that there's a lot of uh, defending going on, particularly from from the Giants. So be a good good uh, evening to try and expose that because it is a bit of a free hit for the moment for Mark McVeigh and GWS. So. Uh, they're not defending as if their life depends on it. Uh, under Leon Cameron, he was pretty had a pretty strict regime with that sort of stuff. So they've got a bit of freedom. Uh, it should be a high-scoring affair. But I expect Port Adelaide to win this one. And similar to the Adelaide Crows, well, Hawthorne are in horrible form at the minute, and they're reasonable. Well, they should have them covered in the contested ball and clearance side of things. So if they can get their ball movement up and running, the Crows, I expect both. South Australian teams to have wins this weekend. Are you as confident as me, lads? I'm with you, Coons. I think I think the Crows can win this one, and uh, with not many. Well, they played North Melbourne uh, on the run home, and they play West Coast over in the West, which that might be a little bit tougher than first thought. So they'll certainly be penciling this one in as a winnable game. Uh, Matty Crouch back in, where or back in by default, maybe. Where, where do you see well, him at? Well, I think you should leave at the end of the year. Um, and I think you, was that you that had the, the big quote on SCNSA? Oh, yeah. You said you should look for opportunities back page of the paper. Just stuff. making yeah. back pages You're making as we do here, Coons. Yeah. Hey, look out. You'll be, uh, you'll be running the show <laughs> he, in Adelaide soon. With he's, those out of, headlines. he's out of control, Coons. He, he's gone from um, 
just absolutely as good as putting his finger up the journos who try and stop him at the airport to saying, I'm media's next big thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We need some fresh flavour in, in South Australia. Kane can't be hogging the back page of the paper every day. So, no, I like that one. Well, you would know better than me, Gibbsy. Um, I think when you're at that stage and you're probably a, a walk-up starter in maybe 13, 12 or 13 sides, you can feel like you're... You're missing out, um, falling out of favour at Adelaide. So I think he could he could go to another side and, and certainly play in the midfield and get his 25 or 30 and have a reasonable impact. So yeah, he'd be a bit flat at the moment. Hopefully, he could, as you said, back in by default, he can have a reasonable impact to finish off the year strongly and then um, we'll see what happens at the end of the year. But I, I dare say he won't be there at the Adelaide Crows. Um, Coons, look, I know it's quarter to 11 in uh, Victoria, but... Um... Hey, we'll let you get it's back into bed. Late, isn't it? <laughs> I've got to get up and do some research for today's game. I'm, uh, actually, who's playing this afternoon? I've got Gold Coast and Richmond, I think, with uh, on AFL Nation. So make sure you tune into that. I'll do some research and find out what the hell's going on. It's a great plug. It's a really, really strong plug. Looking forward to chatting to you 6 a.m. SENSA on Monday morning. Oh, God. See you, fellas. <laughs> Adam Goody. Joining us this morning on Saturdays in SA. And um, as you can tell, Coons is fired up, fully prepped. And, I mean, stick around next week. Big couple of weeks for breakfast. And um, he's just a beacon of information. Oh, he's a character, isn't he? And that's why we love him. <laughs> yes. All right. So 0427154166, that is the text line. Keep those uh, nominations coming through for your favourite Indigenous players because, geez, we've spoken about some unbelievable footballers that genuinely make this game so great. I mean, some of the players we've mentioned, like the Burgoynes, um, some of the blokes that you uh, played with at Carlton as well. Well, I'll tell you one we haven't said and mentioned is Adam Goods. And of course. And I did a little bit of tagging Goodness. through the middle part of my career and had to play on Goodsy when we played the Swans. You're for kidding. A, for rats would be give her straight to... To Goodsy. To do what? To try and tag him. Oh, to try and come on. mull his influence in the game. <laughs> no one can stop Adam Goods. <laughs> and he is by far the toughest opponent I've played on. Is that because um, he's about six foot nine, it seems, and he moves like he's about five foot one? He runs like the wind. He jumps taller than anyone. And he's strong. He's quick. He does. He, we did everything. Yep. He plays in the ruck. He plays... In the back line, he plays in the forward line. Wherever he went, I had to go with him, and they weren't enjoyable afternoons. So I got to spend five minutes in Sydney as a rookie, making $25,000 a year and paying $220 a week on rent. Just real <laughs> solid disposable income. And I can say as well, Adam Goods, one of the nicest people that you could possibly meet. So people have different opinions of Adam Goods, but all I can say is just as good as it gets in terms of speaking, looking after the younger blokes. Just a great, great guy. He captained a international rules series, which I was involved in, and I can certainly back those comments up. As a young, young fella playing with all these superstars uh, against the Irish, he was—he uh, took me under his wing, and uh, we had a, a great couple of weeks, you could say. And then he absolutely tore you apart when you tagged him. <laughs>